From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, October 27th. I'm Sarah Reith. Community members who love Faulkner Park are considering a variety of ways to protect it from PG&E's plans to cut dozens of beloved redwoods out of fear that they will fall on its poorly maintained infrastructure. Steve Wood, who's walked the trails for years, described why the small county park has such a special place in neighbors' hearts and how the trees continue to play an important role when they do fall in a natural environment. This is one of the most gorgeous parts of the park. Uh, A lot of wild azaleas here, huckleberry, all kinds of kind of swamp plants because this is the original bear wallow. And so I guess at one time there were actually bears who came here and cooled off in the summertime. Um, But it's it's a beautiful, unique place. When these trees fall, they become kind of nurse trees for the azaleas and, and the trees that succeed them later on. Just a few hours away from Faulkner Park, a handful of activists in the Humboldt Redwoods State Park has been dashing up and down Matoll Road for well over a week, halting as much of the work by PG&E contractors as they can. One of them, called Cat, had stationed himself between an old-growth tan oak and a large dug fir on Saturday afternoon. It was raining steadily. Crews were on lunch, but forest defenders were alert, strategizing how to interfere most effectively. How successful have you been in stopping the work? We've saved a lot of trees. If we weren't here, this place would have been pretty decimated. Already there's a lot of trees down. They haven't gotten to the old growth, but there's a lot of old growth marked. We're just trying to save as many trees as we can at this point until we can get more like oversight. Back at Faulkner Park, Jonas Mattier, who enjoys the trails with his dog, also expressed a desire for more transparency from the company. I would just like to discuss it and find out where their thoughts were and how they came to this conclusion. We, the people in the park, with PG&E's track record in the past and not being a fair player, we should all be very concerned by this and uh, organize accordingly. It sounds like what you feel like is missing is a public comment period. Oh, obviously. There are no publicly available documents detailing the scale of the company's timber operations. As of April 2020, PG&E's near-term process for utility maintenance activities to establish best management practices means that the company's clear-cutting, euphemistically referred to as an enhanced vegetation management program, does not trigger CEQA or any permit process. No agency is tasked with issuing take permits or conducting any environmental oversight. Although it's been well documented that the company's poorly maintained infrastructure has caused multiple catastrophic wildfires, PG&E has been allowed to craft its own wildfire mitigation plan. And that plan includes cutting down thousands of healthy trees in waterways, on private land, in public parks, and on steep slopes from the border of Oregon to Bakersfield. Supervisor Ted Williams reported that PG&E representatives promised to share cost analysis of the work on Faulkner Park with the public soon, but the company doesn't have much of a track record of sticking with its budget. According to Nancy Macy, chair of the Sierra Club's Utility Wildfire Prevention Task Force, which released a cost-benefit analysis of the program. It came out that if you add up the costs of enhanced vegetation management, which is around $2 billion a year, It costs a whole lot more to cut down the trees and pay the contractors and deal with the slash and all of that than it does to rebuild the infrastructure. 
In this cost-benefit analysis, you noted that PG&E doesn't stick with its budget. It, it's already, in this year, paid two and a half times as much as it what it paid in 2020. So we don't even know how much it's going to end up costing. No, by the we do year. not know. And that's the scary thing. Some of the neighbors of Faulkner Park have raised the possibility of direct action, like 13-year-old Zane Colfax, whose words met with approval from neighbor Michelle Parzik, who lives about two miles from the park on Mountain View Road. I'm willing to take direct action to prevent this, from this mass cutting from happening. What do you mean by direct action? Maybe like building platforms in the trees and waiting up there for to protest the cutting. I'm with the 13-year-old that we will take direct action to save these trees. There is a tree sitter in the Humboldt State Park, but much of the direct action consists of walking up to crews who are about to cut down a tree and chatting with them in order to make it unsafe for them to continue working. On Saturday, a forest defender called Farmer led me up a steep slope to meet some of his friends. His description of the area was apt for any number of sites where PG&E crews are taking down healthy trees. This could be the poster child for conditions that you would want for fire safety Um, and they're going to come in here they're planning to remove these mature hardwood trees it's going to open up the canopy a lot of brush is going to grow in and it's going to become an actual fire hazard and that's what we're trying to prevent we want the lines undergrounded and or insulated we want fire safety and part of fire safety is a healthy mature forest without these understory flash fuels that are going to contribute to potentially catastrophic forest fires when the lines do go down, because they will. Farmer and his friends are outnumbered by tree-cutting crews. They spend a lot of time watching trees go down as they try to strategize which ones are most ecologically significant. Still, as he drove his old car from one momentarily successful intervention to the next, he reflected that direct action is having some effect. We're really just a handful of folks, but we seem to be accomplishing a lot. They're very stuck in this area. They haven't been able to, you know, make the kind of progress they're expecting. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, photos, and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts.